Soldiers of Christ, arise and put Good afternoon. Today is Saturday, and it is March 5th. And we are coming to you live from Chowchilla Church of Christ, where we are podcasting to the entire world. We thank you in the listening audience for being with us today. We always like to start out with praying, thereby we can have that contact with our Father through Jesus Christ, His Son, and be guided by the Holy Spirit as well as the Word of God. At this time, would you pray with us? Lord, we thank you so very much for another occasion, another time that we can study your word and learn what we must do and learn what we must say. Practice in our bodies, souls, and spirits how you would have us to behave. Guide us now as we open the book and find the places where these things are written so we can become more in love with you and less in love with the world. It is in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. If you have your copy of God's Word, the Bible, we would ask that you open it right now. We're going to give an introduction scripture, and it is in the book of Acts chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Acts 4, verses 11 and 12. Before we do, we want to give you the title of this lesson. And this podcast lesson will be Jesus Is. Scholars seem to believe that there are some 150 names by which Jesus is called from the Old Testament to the New Testament. About 700 years B.C., that is before Christ, God's prophet Isaiah wrote, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Five names in this prophetic prediction is given to Jesus or are given to Jesus. But I'd like to add two more names combined into one as to why he is called by the other five the stone and the cornerstone in the book of Acts chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Luke writes, Jesus is the stone that you builders thought was not important, but this stone has become the cornerstone. Don't you see it? Jesus is the stone you builders thought was not important or significant. But this stone has become the cornerstone. This is out of the easy read version of the Bible. But why do Peter and John declare that Jesus is the stone? And of course, again, to emphasize, this is the title of our discussion, our lesson. Jesus is. The explanation or the answer is, in ancient building practices, the cornerstone was the principal stone placed at the corner of the edifice. The cornerstone was usually one of the largest and most solid and the most carefully constructed of any in the edifice. Jesus describes himself as the cornerstone. 
that his church would be built upon hundreds of years before the Messiah was born, that is Jesus, the Psalms contain an accurate prophecy that although he would be rejected by the builders, the stone which the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. Psalm 118, verse number 22. Also in the ancient world, the cornerstone was the most important stone in the building. It set the level, the angle, and the other dimensions of the building. It had to be level and squared, that is true, vertically, so that all the other stones would be set from it. If it were not leveled or level, then as the walls of the building were erected, they would lean or they would fall. In the biblical text of Acts chapter 4 and verse 11, Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of the church. That is the church of Christ. In the ancients, they realized among themselves that calling the Messiah the cornerstone was metaphorical and that by the decree of the God Almighty, the Messiah was to be that very foundation and the cornerstone of the church of Christ. Now, Jesus is the cornerstone and the foundation of the New Testament church, but the cornerstone could not be freshly cut, untested, that is that stone that might fracture under the weight of what supports it. The stone God laid as the foundation, his only son, was precious to him and tested over and over in the crucible of life. A crucible is a vessel made of material that does not melt easily, used for high temperature chemical reactions. Jesus didn't melt down. Jesus didn't break down and Jesus didn't slow down. In the book of Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 16, so this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who trusts will never be dismayed. Jesus is called wonderful because he designates his incomprehensible character as the God-man, incapable of being explained or accounted for with man's knowledge. Jesus is called counselor because he's the perfect advisor on any matter. Jesus is called the mighty God, El Shaddai, because he can do any and everything and nothing is impossible for him. Matthew 13. 19 and verse number 26, but Jesus looked on them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. In Revelation chapter one and verse eight, I am the alpha and omega, the beginning and the ending says the Lord, who is, remember Jesus is, who is and who was from the past and who is to come the Almighty. Jesus is called the Everlasting Father because he is God. John 14, verses 8 and 9. 
The Bible says, Philip said unto the Lord, show us the father and it will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you such a long time and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the father. And how do you say, show us the father? First John chapter five and verse 20. And we have known the son of God. That is, he has come. John writes, and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true. Even in his son, Jesus Christ, John writes, this is, he is the true God and eternal life. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace because he gives us uninterrupted, undisturbed, and non-interfered peace. There are approximately 400 verses in the Bible which describe the peace that he gives us. All five of those names that we gave at the beginning are the reason why Jesus is called the stone. He came to give, to live, and to forgive. Reminds me of a story. An atheist complained to a Christian friend, you Christians have your special holidays, such as Christmas and Easter. Jews celebrate their national holidays, such as Passover, Yom Kippur. But we atheists have no recognized national holidays. It's unfair to discriminate. His friend replied, why don't you use and celebrate April 1st? I thought that was interesting. Now we want to talk about for a few moments after having realized from what we just discussed with you in the audience, Jesus is, if you really believe that, that he's all of that and then some, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to set him aside? Are you going to push him out of the way? Are you going to ignore him as to who he is? Or are you going to take him up on his invitation in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28? Here's what he says. Come unto me, all you who are weary, tired, burdened down, latent, frustrated with life, come to me. He says, when you come to me, I will make your burdens easy and your troubles light. Because I am the one who has all the power. I am the one who brings all the peace. I am the one who's the all-powerful God. If that is your desire today, you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? We hope that you do, for John 8, 24 says, unless we believe that he is, we will die in our sins, and where he is, we just cannot go. Are you willing to repent? Or change your mind or attitude about sin. It's a change your mind before actions. In Luke 13, 3 and 5, it says, except we repent, we will all likewise perish. Then are we willing to acknowledge verbally, confess with our mouths what we believe in our minds that Jesus Christ is God's son. Matthew 10, verse 32. And then are we willing or are you willing to be baptized if you have not been according to the Bible? to get your sins in the past washed away. It is the precious blood of Jesus Christ 
that cleanses us from all of our sins, referencing 1 John chapter 1 and verse 7. Afterwards, when you and I have done all those things the Bible teaches, it also tells us to be faithful to the Lord, be faithful to his word, and be faithful to the Church of Christ Fellowship in Acts 2 verse 42 and Revelation 2 and verse 10 until Jesus comes back or until we leave this walk of life. This is why we have some more understanding. And if you've been listening carefully and attentively, we do know now why the Bible declares Jesus is. We want to thank you for listening today. And we invite you to continue to listen. Each Saturday and each Tuesday, we will be coming to you with our podcast from the Chowchilla Church of Christ. And if you're in the area, on tomorrow, Sunday, our Bible study for all ages starts at 9 o'clock a.m. Our worship at 10 o'clock a.m. Midweek service, Wednesday Bible study at 6 o'clock p.m. And you certainly are invited. Please, also, if you have any questions, you may contact us by phone at area code 559-223-1973, or you may email us at chowchillachurchofchrist.gmail.com. With that being said, we want to thank you for listening, and we're going to close out with prayer. Lord, we thank you again for such a time as this, now realizing who Jesus is and who we are not. Let us give him the praise because he has all authority. In his name, amen, amen, and amen. Who in the strength of Jesus Who in the strength of Jesus trust is more than